Are we live? Are we are we on? Thanks Merry so much Christmas. for joining us. I hope it's Christmas where you live around the world. It's Christmas in Japan. In Japan finally. Finally. It's Merry Christmas to you Merry now. Christmas, Brandon. Thanks for having me again thank for your Christmas you for special today. Thank you for joining me on Christmas. And thank no, you guys on uh, YouTube for joining us on this special day. I hope mm -hmm. you guys are all well. We're going to pick up comments as we go. So yep. come on and send us your comments. Okay, let's go. Go. Are you guys ready to have some Christmas fun with us? Are you guys ready? We can't hear you. Yeah, I think so. Can you hear them? A little bit. A little bit. It's coming from across the ocean. Yeah, it is. I can hear the waves. Okay, well, you guys are going to have to try harder to send your voices to us because, <laughs> you know, the waves are kind of loud today. But anyways, Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. As you can see, we are so Christmassy today. We are going all out and being Christmassy. And I just wanted to say, um, Brennan is yes. really rocking out those uh, reindeer horns. No, I just, I posted it on Twitter, but I walk into the room and I uh -huh. sat down and the first thing that happened to me was... I get antlers put on my head, and so it has to be a special day. Well, you know, I think, you know, you were, you were born to have antlers. I was born to have Yeah, it. you were born that way, so. Does it, does it, like, blend in with my hair? I think so. I think so. Well, thank you very much for bringing all of so this and, today, and getting Nino all of this together. So today, and Brandon are being reindeers today. Yes. And I feel a little bit, like, really Christmassy, because I went all out, and I'm... Like, the only person in the room right now wearing, like, red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm so totally in the Christmas mood. See, I was thinking I have to have some kind of, like, ugly Christmas sweater around, right? But I did not actually have an ugly Christmas, so it's just, you know, normal me. Because you're not really. going to find, like, a really tacky, like, Santa Clauses and stars exactly. and presents kind of thing. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. And you can't really see it, but no, I, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing really Christmassy stuff, so. Yeah, this isn't my grandma's... Uh, Tablecloth <laughs> or curtain. It's 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 fashion. So. It is fashion. Yeah. It is fashion. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. We are going to celebrate Christmas with you guys, and we have so much planned. And so, Brendan. Yeah. Oh, we should introduce ourselves to, to the world just in case. Oh, like we are, always do. Yeah, people are gonna be like, um, who are these two random people? Who, yeah, I, I came across this random, right. yeah, random um, podcast on Christmas, and these people are just being really weird. And so we should take it away. First, me. Go ahead. Okay, so everyone who just randomly appeared out of nowhere and mm -hmm. don't know what the hell is going on on this podcast right now, mm. I'm gonna introduce this podcast. This is a podcast that. Um, between Nano and Brandon called Nano to the World. And I am Nano, a <laughs> bilingual uh, rock and roller living in Japan and singing a lot of songs yep. on YouTube. And I've done a lot of anime songs and stuff. And this is 
Hi guys, it's Brandon. Um, I'm a voice actor and musical artist manager and promoter here in Tokyo. Uh, I've worked with Nano for a very long time now, and uh, we're really happy and excited to be able to bring this podcast to you guys, uh, generally speaking in English, um, and kind of get the message out about Nano's content and about what I'm here doing in the industry here in Japan uh, to the entire world. But today's a little bit different, isn't it now? I think so. Did I just hear that right? <clears throat> Sorry, what, what was that? Were you just speaking really fluent Japanese? No, absolutely not. Oh my gosh. We don't speak Japanese together. So do you want to do you want to do like 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 the little skit now five minutes in Japanese together? Yeah, because you know, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Just, 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 あの、まさかブレンデンがね、実はこんなに日本語普通に何以上にペラペラだっていうのね、多分めかれ今みんななんか鱗だったりなんかいろんなものが飛び出てるぐらいびっくりしてると思うんだけど、実は日常は違うと
Yeah. Well, I don't know. In Japanese, just to be on the safe side, it's yeah. easier to speak in a more like business-like manner. Sure, of course. Just to be on the safe side, you know? And it's kind of actually hard to be really, really casual in Japanese. No, I think so too. In public. Yeah. It, that's kind of hard. So, like, naturally, I mm. think that in Japanese, you tend to be more like, you know. Right. No, I, I totally agree. Yeah. But well, let's see if we can't bring out that, what, dual personality for both of us. Yeah. While we're going over what we're going to go over through today, right? Yeah, I know. But, yeah, some, some people say here I speak English and uh, Spanish, and depending on what I speak, it does change my personality yeah, yeah, yeah. a bit. So that happens no matter what languages, I do believe. But anyway, so we're, well, we're ma- mostly probably going to speak in English, but um, as we go along, if you guys have questions in Japanese or whatever, um, you know, English or Japanese, don't uh, hesitate to send in your comments. So first of all, I just want to, like, get into the Christmas mode. I want to ask you guys over the world, like, what is Christmas like and where sure. you live, you know? Do you guys do anything special over Christmas? Like, um, what was Christmas like for you when hmm. you were in the U.S.? Like, well, how did you spend Christmas? So I think for me, it was that totally normal American Christmas mm-hmm. up to a certain point. Mm-hmm. You know, the I guess sometimes some years we would put the presents under the tree early and they would kind of be there, mm-hmm. you know, on Christmas morning. But then obviously when I was still quite young and believing in, you know, Santa mm. Claus, who is out there right now, delivering presents, I imagine. Oh. Um, Sorry to burst your bubble for anyone who's, who believes in Santa Claus. He does exist, but, you know, just... No, no, he's, he's, you can look on the radar right now if you yeah. look on what... He's flying out there somewhere. Yeah, so, the different yeah. websites, right? He's yeah. definitely bringing those presents. Mm-hmm. But there were some where I would wake up in the morning and the presents would be right there, so... No, it was a totally normal American Christmas, I always mm-hmm. thought. We would, you know, wake up... Sometimes wake up really, really early and, uh-huh. and demand that the parents wake up as well as uh-huh. we could start opening the presents. But um, to have a Christmas dinner, get all the family together was always a special thing that we mm. did. But, you know, after coming to Japan, the opportunity to do that kind of stuff has kind of gone away, right? Yeah. What's it been like for you? Like, when you were younger, uh-huh. did you, you were in a Japanese household, obviously, yeah. but were you celebrating Christmas... Well, the thing is, it's kind of interesting because yeah. even though I was uh, born and raised in the U.S., right. I spent a pretty Japanese-like Christmas back yeah. then because um, none of my relatives lived in the U.S., and so we kind of had a very subdued, small sure. uh, Christmas with just my parents and right. I. And even though we did like do the Christmas tree thing and the presents under the tree and waking up and uh, opening cres- uh, presents on the yeah. 25th, um, what we ate mm. was like on Christmas wasn't like the huge turkey Ham and turkey and, and, and yeah, that stuff, we right? ate nabe well like uh, okay, the, okay. The, the pot and what do you call it in uh, English I don't know but hot pot hot so, pot yeah. yeah we had hot pot and well sometimes we'd have like pasta or something like okay. that Italian stuff but nothing like those huge like gravy roast I don't know what you'd see in the movies yeah. so I've actually never experienced that kind of Christmas, and mm. I've always been, like, kind of, uh, like, wishing that I could do that, but sure. I couldn't do it. So, you know, that's kind of like a sort of bicultural Christmas that mm. I had. But what we did was mostly, um, you know, just a regular American Christmas, right. you know, gift-giving and stuff. But I do sort of miss that now in Japan. So, but, yeah, what did you... What did you eat usually on Christmas. Okay, so I, at least the Christmases that I usually spend, I spent it on my mother's side of the family most mm-hmm. of the time. 
And my mother's side of the family is kind of like this Italian cooking culture, right? Mm. Um, and from my kind of grandmother, my mother's side grandmother is all that Italian side. But, um, no, we would do, like, the roast ham, definitely. Mm. Um, what, candied sweet potatoes, uh, regular mashed potatoes with gravy, um, what else? Like green bean casserole. Um, just really normal stuff, I think. But it's a lot of stuff that you would never see normally in Japan, right? Mm. So you kind of miss, you know, the things that you can't get when you're mm. when you're over here. One of the things that really stuck out to me, and I think we talked about this on the train um, a couple weeks ago when uh-huh. we were coming back from yeah, uh, yeah. the Icho Namiki, yeah. right? Um, being from that kind of Italian household background, you always had, like, the best... Italian Christmas cookies, mm. right? We would always have, you know, boxes of those, and that's something I really, really miss about mm. being back at home is the ability to get that taste of the childhood, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't think we had anything, like, weird or, or, or significantly different from what the norm is, but I think nave would be an interesting choice to bring in for Christmas going forward because I'd never had Christmas nave. What do you put in a Christmas nave? It was nothing special. It's oh, just okay. a regular nave, but, um, <laughs> you know... Um, my parents lived apart, yeah. so my dad would come down, yeah. he, he, well, from driving distance, yeah. but he would come down during the holidays, and so it was kind of like a special family nave that mm. we did every year. But in Japan, like, the, what you eat on Christmas is so totally different from what you'd eat, like, for example, in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like in the States or, you know, around the world, I don't know, but Usually Christmas is like a homemade thing. Like right, you right. cook everything, sure. right? So you cook your desserts, you cook your main dishes mm-hmm. and everything. But um, in Japan, like Christmas is a sort of not a homemade meal. Mm. It's, you buy your chicken, you buy right, your cake, right. you buy your cookies. Well, it's tough, right? Yeah, like, tough. not not every house has an oven in it mm. that you would be able to cook all of those, you know, what, typical Christmas dishes, right? Mm. Have you ever eaten uh, KFC on Christmas in Japan? Not KFC, but maybe family fried chicken. Family chicken. Well, <laughs> can you say that you just ate chicken... Not because it's Christmas. Because that's I possible. <laughs> no, because when when you've lived here for so long, and I think I saw you know people talking about it in the comments here as well. Mm. Like Christmas is not a special day so much mm. in Japan. Like maybe Christmas Eve, you could say, like for couples, for example, mm. is a good you know date night. But mm-hmm. Christmas Day is not really considered to be a special yeah. day that much. Like I was talking hmm. about that with my staff too, right. and I asked them like, do you? celebrate the 24th more or do you celebrate on the 25th more and that's a question that I always have in my mind since I came to Japan because in America like well 24th is also a a special day but it's more on Christmas day that you do the dinners and the presents and the family gatherings and stuff but in Japan I don't know for me when I look around town I feel that like 24th is more like a huge thing and 25th Mm. is kind of more low down and everyone's back to their usual like daily routines Mm. and it is still Christmas but it's not as like I don't know exciting or you know not everyone's out there doing stuff on Christmas day as much as Christmas Eve and like so in Japan usually um even if you listen to like the Christmas songs Mm. and stuff they're all about like romance and like couples and unrequited loves or it's like a huge like Christmas in Japan it's Mm. more like a couple thing like a dating thing like a like a lover lover's holiday Mm. 
So you feel kind of sad if you're not a part of that. You're like, yeah, oh, Christmas. I oh, think it's, it's that time of year. It's like it's less about. I don't want to say it's less about family necessarily because mm-hmm. I I do know some like Japanese people, like industry people, for mm-hmm. example, that I'm familiar with, and if they have children, you know, they're married and they have children, mm-hmm. then especially for young children, they do. You know, at least the one person I'm thinking of does put the presents under the tree and does put up a tree and everything for the kids, right? Yeah, it's it's while your kids are young. But once you're an adult, I think Christmas becomes more like a romantic holiday. Sure. So, but, you know, in America, Hmm. Christmas is all about family time. And even if, like, you do celebrate Christmas with your um, lover or your, you know, but it's more like family first right so that was kind of different i feel like and in japan it's more like a romantic holiday Mm. so that's why it's more like a eve christmas eve everyone Mm -hmm. goes out to dinner and they're walk through the lit up trees yeah the illuminations are different too like the illuminations are what do you call christmas lights in japan Mm -hmm. are really fancy and you don't really find the colorful ones they're all white usually white right usually like white and very like Calculated yes. and beautiful yep. down the, you know, like the street or something. But I used to go um, neighborhood walking with my sure, family sure. and we'd go like to the different neighborhoods mm-hmm. that had their amazing Christmas, Christmas light lights. Right, right. Some of the ones were like, like you, like another version of It's a Small World after yeah. all. It's like a huge theme park. Because that's something, again, that in Japan would be really difficult to do, mm-hmm. right? When, especially if you're living in Tokyo, mm-hmm. like, Probably if you're living in Tokyo, you would have more, what, you'd be closer to that culture and closer to wanting to put up those kind of displays. But if you're living in a tiny apartment, you don't have any, you don't have a lawn to put your stuff out mm-hmm. on to display that kind of thing most of the time, right? But. But. This year. Okay, I've been living in Japan for a really long time, yeah. nearly half my uh, life now. Yeah. But for the first time this Christmas, I put Christmas lights up Uh-oh. on my house. On your house? On my Well, not on my house, but we have like a balcony. Okay. And then we have bushes on the balcony. Yeah. And so we, I decorated the bushes with like strings of lights uh, for the I first see. time sure. ever. And just seeing those lights mm-hmm. warms up my heart. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I feel happy this it, Christmas. It actually made it a Christmas season for yes. you, right? Yeah. Did yeah. You, I was going to ask that. Did you put up a tree? I've never put up a tree in Japan. So that's the thing. Like, if I could... They don't sell trees hmm. in Japan. Like, if you could buy... Obviously, a real one would be, you know, impossible, mm-hmm. right? But if you could buy, like, a small, like, tabletop size one, which I'm sure you can find, or if you go on Amazon, you can buy anything, mm-hmm. right? But, like, I've always thought about it, but then I'm always like, but it's just me. You know, I'm not really going to bother putting yeah. something up in my house to do it. I would put something up on a balcony, though, like that, mm. right? Like, I kind of miss the actual... Um, real trees you know yeah, of course. real trees and like the ones they sell in Japan mm-hmm. are usually like the ones that are plastic yeah. and you can like use them every year right. so I kind of miss the smell of the, the, mm-hmm. the real Christmas furs yeah yeah. that's what I was going to say for the Japanese viewers that are watching today mm-hmm. like to the concept of putting a a live well you cut it down but a pine tree mm-hmm. in your living room right mm-hmm. And then the smell of the pine tree and, what, just the feeling of having this, you know, gigantic thing, you know, covered up in your ornaments and decorations and stuff is really different, I think, from having a fake one. Mm -hmm. But there's no way you would be able to get a live pine tree in your apartment in Japan, right? Yeah. And I think it'd be hard to throw it out, like, you know, (laughs) namagomi. Can you imagine? Can you imagine throwing out a whole pine tree? Mm. It's so sad to, like, take down the Christmas tree. I always feel like it's like... 
シーズンが終わったって感じ。You know. So what was some of your favorite Christmas songs? I wanted to ask. Like any... favorite Christmas songs. All right, let me think. みんなの一番好きなクリスマスソング教えて。What's your favorite Christmas songs around the world? Do you guys have a favorite Christmas song? I don't know. It's tough. Like the only ones that are coming to mind are like the really, really standard ones. Like, you, were you a standard Christmas song yeah. lover? Like, like Nat King Cole and Bing Crosby. Yeah, no, just even more like the traditional ones, like Silent Night or something、mm-hmm. like that, right? It's more, that's the ones that stick in my mind as like really showing you the feeling of the season.、Mm-hmm. I was never really big on like the like Mariah Carey, like pop kind of、mm-hmm. Christmas songs, but the older ones,、mm-hmm. Silent Night,、uh, what's another one? I guess Last Christmas like, is another one that's not, you know, it's not a traditional one, it's more of a pop one. And that's, that, that Noel. One Yeah. White Christmas. Rudolph Frosty the Red Nose. Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, exactly. Those kind of things,、mm-hmm. right? Those are the ones that stick to me、mm-hmm. in my mind for what are good, you know, what, songs that、mm-hmm. make you feel like you're in the season, right?、Mm-hmm. But after being over here and hearing, like, not so much the traditional ones, but like the pop ones constantly on the radio、mm-hmm. or constantly in the stores, like, it's just not really my bag, but. Yeah. Are there any pop ones that you really enjoy? Well, you know, like, I was the same. Like, when, in America,、yeah. I would、uh, listen to, you know, Christmas radio.、Mm-hmm. And,、um, like, the older songs made Christmas feel more Christmassy for me. Yeah, I think so. But ever since, you know, coming to Japan, like, when, you, when the Christmas songs are, like,、mm. playing and stuff, it's usually more of the modern pop songs. Right, right. And usually,、um, Japanese people tend to prefer modern artists'、mm. um, pop songs and stuff. Not like, well, some people like, you know,、um, the older Christmas sure, songs sure. as well, but those tend to be more for, made for children, like、mm. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and those kinds of songs are more like for children.、Mm. And so, like, I think, like, ever since I came to Japan, what was sort of a culture shock for me、mm. was、um, the, like, I would ask all the Japanese friends and stuff, like, sure, what's your、sure. favorite Christmas song?、And、usually they'd say, like, Mariah Carey,、um, yeah. Last Christmas by Wham. But those、yeah. were, you know, popular over there,、right. overseas, but not as much as in Japan, I feel、mm. like, you know. So, and usually in Japan, it's more like the recent ones, like, What I,、uh, some artists I usually、uh, hear that say、uh, that have released famous Christmas songs or、mm. like recent ones are like Back Number.、Yeah. Um, what, what else is there? Well, it's not new, but、um, like Bees.、Mm-hmm. It's Kano Merry Christmas. Or,、mm. um, what else is there? Like,、uh, this is older, but、um, Christmas Carol. They're all about like love, right? Of course they are. Yeah, they're all about love. So, yeah, I think Japanese Christmas songs tend to be made for more、mm. for the adult、right. audience instead of like, you know,、um, younger people. So, yeah, there's some. Ooh. Christmas. Yamashita Tatsuro. Yes, yes, that's famous.、Oh, let's see. Let me check these comments here. <clears throat> Feliz Navidad. I remember that one. See,、right. that's a good one too. Mariah Carey. Yeah, I hear that. Mariah Carey, Ross Christmas Wham. Santa Claus is coming to town. Silent night, holy night. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas.、Mm. You get the Christmas song medley going today. Yeah, we're going, we're going through the medley. Hmm. <laughs> 
Burrito Sabanero. I've never heard of that one before. In Mexico, Burrito Sabanero was very popular. And I will mm. definitely check that out when we're done here today. Oh, Boa is also a famous Merikuri. That was pretty famous. Ah, uh, This mm. is Halloween from Nightmare Before Christmas. See, now... The is pe- that a Halloween uh, song or that, No, it, song? I, say, I say it's a Christmas song. Uh-huh. That's definitely a Christmas song. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. It doesn't sound like a Christmas yeah. song, but I enjoy that one very much. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. No, I think it's a Christmas song. Yeah. But I do love that movie itself. I love Tim Burton. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's a great one. Yeah. I don't know. Like Chukurito. the Yeah. They, also, like mm. in Japan, like, you know, since Christmas is not a national holiday, yeah. everyone is working and right. you, it's it's not like, you know, in America, like nobody was out on Christmas mm. Day. Like if you go out in town, it'd be like ghost oh, it's there, town. Of course, yeah. Everybody is like at home. Do do you get used to that already? Like just being like not like, do you, are you used to Japanese Christmas now? Mm, I think so. Like, in at least before this COVID nineteen pandemic, mm-hmm. um, you get to around Christmas time, especially when I was still teaching um, in mm-hmm. the Japanese schools, right? You know, you would generally be off. You know, whether it's just a little bit before Christmas or just a little bit after, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always try to plan to travel and sightsee and use that vacation time um, to do that, but. You know, with the COVID-19 pandemic, we don't really have that opportunity mm-hmm. so much. And, you know, especially working in the industry that we're working in, you know, it's the opposite where that wintertime, there's a lot of events and there's a lot of mm-hmm. um, stuff that gets kind of thrown in at the end of the year. So it's not as easy to mm-hmm. do that. But yeah, I guess it's just become normal for me. Like, I'm not going to wake up and, and feel like something's different on Christmas Day, right? Mm-hmm. But I will say mm-hmm. this year is different because when I walked in and saw all of this... Yes. Set up. It did feel a little bit like Christmas. I yeah. I wanted to just like remember because, you know, I hmm. don't have an opportunity to really spend an American Christmas in Japan. too. Right. So right. since, you know, me and Brendan are doing this podcast yeah. on Christmas Day, I just wanted to go all out and be Christmassy. So I'm, I'm glad that kind of. No, I appreciate it. It really warmed my heart a little bit. Right. But I do have a story of when I was younger. Yeah. I was actually in choir when I was little. Oh, okay. And, um. Makes sense. Yeah. So on, I remember one of my, uh, memories of Christmas that sure. I really enjoyed was on Christmas Day. I was on TV once in the local TV ah, okay. with my choir group right. and we were singing choir, like church songs mm-hmm. on Chris, uh, Christmas church songs and so that was kind of a nice memory do you have a good like a, a christmas that pops out in your brain christmas that pops out in my brain i guess the only one that comes to mind is probably like my first year at university where like i was out i was on my own and it just poured snow where wow. like that year mm-hmm. and i remember we my friends and i at the time went out to like a karaoke place we had dinner together, mm-hmm. and, like, it had snowed in previous Christmases, obviously, but it really, like, a mm. foot of snow kind of poured, you know, snow at the time, and it really felt special. I remember walking back from mm. the parking lot at the university with all of my friends, you know, and feeling like it was a special time, but, I don't know, it's not family, so. Mm. I hope my family's not watching. Don't, don't, don't think I'm not, <laughs> not, not happy about Christmas with family. It's not what it is, but the, the yeah. one that really sticks in my mind mm. is that one. We received a lot of listener questions, and so we need to get through this list. Okay. We've got quite a bit, so like let's 20, get right 20, to 20, it. So, 30 different people. So, 
あのなかなか全部読み切れないので、まあ、全部は読み切れないかもしれないけど。We received a lot of questions and、uh, I asked for like, you know, not just any, like,、uh, any questions were okay, but I especially asked for questions like, you want problems answered by me and Brandon? 人生相談をたくさん募集して。Okay, so. Ah, and by the way, these were anonymous questions. Yes, anonymous so questions. I think so. most of them probably don't have the name on there. So <laughs> if you get your comment read or you, know, you, you didn't hear your name read, well, they're anonymous. So. <laughs> okay, so life so- answer solving for what, what do you call it? Jin Sei Soda. Life solutions. Problem solving for life. I'm、Problem. not sure how you would translate that. Yeah. What's the first one we got? Okay, so. Uh, it's in Japanese. Musco got Lego Daisuke, the Maiwa Lego Brook, or Nijuko Krai, Tsunde Itano, the Suga, Saikin, Watsquino, and Narabete Bakari, the table got Omocha, and Umetsu Saletemas. Katazkeo to Suruto, Kotte, Mata Narabeo, Toshmas, Doskari. That's a pretty dire question. So, this、uh, person is asking, like, they,、um, the, the son、uh, loves Legos、mm-hmm. and is playing with them all the time. and Uh, the son,、um, what do you call it, stacks him on the table,、yeah. and the mom tries to clean them up,、mm-hmm. but then the son gets mad and tries to stack them on the table again, and so what should she do?、That's、what do you a, think? That's a, that's a deep question. But this is 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 a deep question. それが実はあのサンタさんに自分がいくつだったかな、まあ、45歳ぐらいの時にサンタさんにおもちゃ屋さんで一番でかいレゴボックスは欲しいって I asked Santa when I was four or five for the biggest Lego box that he could find in the toy store <笑> and it was kind of so when I woke up on Christmas it was like this big it was bigger it was like as big as me and I remember playing with that for years For about a year,、yeah. like that was my like, joy of、mm-hmm. the year. I loved Legos, so I can kind of relate to this、mm. son's feeling.、Mm. What kind of stuff did you build with your Legos? My Lego was like a big, huge pirate ship. Okay. Like it was a castle with a pirate ship.、Mm-hmm. And so that was like my,、mm. like, I, I don't know, but I like doing that. Mine was Star Wars.、100%. Star Wars. You had a、yeah. Lego box yourself? I think I, think I remember having one. It's、mm. either Lego box or like the. What, like the figures of the different ships、mm-hmm. and stuff. It was like that, yeah. Yeah. So, what should we, what should, what kind of advice should we?、Hmm. Mm. Maybe making some kind of like Lego shelf with、mm, different mm, mm, mm. shelves on it so that you could put,、mm. um, what, your child, your, your son's、uh, creations up on there and, and be able to praise your son for it and、mm. create an area that doesn't get in the way of dinner and stuff like that,、mm. right? You can use that.、Uh, Desk for studying after、mm. you know that your son gets sick of Lego、mm. making. Did、yeah. you get sick of Lego making pretty quickly? Not, I, I think I played with those legs for、mm. a couple of years though. Yeah. But you know, I asked, I didn't know what the biggest size of the Lego box would be,、mm. but it was kind of this big. And I, it, it, that is huge. Yeah. But for me, I was like, 
I, I, I put on Santa's list like the hugest, like the world. Please give me the biggest Lego the biggest set in the world, right? In the world, and so somewhere in my heart, I was expecting something like, sure, sure. You know, I was a kid, right. so I was expecting something like I could fit into, like a, I, I could build a house that I can fit into, and it was kind of like this big. And now that I think about it, this is kind of huge. But I was like, so Santa, you know, maybe didn't put as much energy into searching for the biggest Lego box for me. And especially these days, they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. Right? Like, you see the sets that people make. Like, I made, not me, but, mm. you know, people put up on YouTube, they made the Death Star. Mm. Or they made, you know, this space station mm-hmm. or this, you know, ship or something mm-hmm. like that, right? Like, I don't know. I don't know that I would have room in my apartment for that kind of giant Lego set like you had. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so good luck with that. Good luck. Someone put in the comments here, um, like, the kind of um, shelf that you could use to put the Legos up on it is like a, what? Hinadang. Mm. Hinadang. Oh, exactly Hinadang. Like that. Exactly what I was thinking. That's awesome idea. Okay, so mm. next question. Uh, no, Bogle, you're right. You see the sets today, and they don't look like they're for kids. No, that's exactly mm. right. The, you see the, the ones that are specifically for adults, right? What's the next one we got? So, yeah, that was kind of my mm, okay. answer there. So, what about you? What's the Christmas present you received? Christmas present that I received. I can't think of anything like that I'm still using today, probably. Like, I remember it was probably when I was first getting into university. I had like um, the university logo and stuff, like mm-hmm. a sweatshirt that I got for Christmas. Um, so I still have that one, you know, even 11, 12 years later that I still wear. So it's probably that. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to think, like, if there's some something that I was super happy about, it's probably Nintendo 64. Ooh, like, now I'm, I'm dating myself, obviously, because Nintendo 64 was quite, you know, 1990, whatever. But I think that's probably what it was, because I was not expecting that at the time like I was into games a little bit but you know not we never had our own console for example um or like if we did like it was a hand-me-down from somebody else maybe but um yeah Nintendo 64 GoldenEye Super Mm. Mario 64 Mm. like that kind of that's my generation of games you know back when I was getting into it but that's probably the first thing that comes to mind Mm. is your set the Lego set then the Lego set was one of the most uh well I asked asked for mm. it and Santa gave it to me so that was kind of oh thank you for the super chats Mr. May thank you oh you have super chats enabled on your channel yeah super chats <laughs> oh super chat arigatouzaimasu Merry Christmas Mr. May thank you for the super chat we appreciate it so what about you guys on on around the world is there a Christmas present that you receive that uh, kind of stuck with you or something that really mm. feels special to you okay next up Okay, okay, this one's kind of long. え、海外の俳優さんにファンレターを出してみようとか、7やんでます。私の好きな俳優さんは現在でも元気で活躍されているのですが、80代半ばと高齢なので気持ちを伝えるなら早い方がいいかなと。うん。え、思いつつずっと
あの判断できないので少し不安です。人気俳優さんなので読んでもらえるか分かりませんが出すからにはきちんとした文面で出したいと思っています。うん、というわけですけど。So she wants to ask、um, like sending a fan letter to a very popular、uh, actor、うん、and、um, But not being able, I, I guess the actor is、uh, English speaking and、mm, she is not completely fluent in English. So、mm. she has to use a online translator to write the letter. But、right. so she's not like, she doesn't have the courage to do so.、Mm. What, what do you think? Personally, I feel like,、um, well, I read all my fan letters that、yeah. I receive and I'm not like a huge popular、um, actor or anything.、Mm. So it's not like I get like thousands and millions and、mm. I'm unable to. Them, but I do read all the fan letters I receive, and、um, to be honest, like I understand, like I've actually never sent a fan letter myself to、really? anyone,、mm. but um, so in a way, I kind of understand, like, oh, even if I send it, it's probably not gonna even be、mm. read, and uh, it's not gonna, you know, it's you know, but um, I think so too. I think、um, more than you presume, fan letters do reach the、mm. person and they do read them. And I'm not saying this goes for everyone, but more often so than you'd think. I、mm. think、um, fan letters do mean a lot to the person that receives、yeah. them. So, from my per- personal experience、mm. as an artist,、um, I say do send fan letters if you really have something you want to express. Um, to you know, whoever you're hmm. supporting. Hmm. I think, like for this one,、um, if you're worried about the message not getting across fully in English, like specifically websites that have better translation ability than other ones, like Google Translate is always getting better. That's definitely true.、Um, another service is called DeepL,、um, which is used by a lot of people,、um, mm. like、uh, YouTubers and stuff on、mm-hmm. their channels.、Um, but I would probably send both the English version of the letter you're trying to send and also send in the Japanese version as well.、Mm-hmm. Because you never know, they may be able to get that translated on their end if the interest is there,、mm-hmm. compare the two. And I think that's probably the easiest way to get the message across.、Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Personally, like for, for example, if you absolutely know that the person you're sending the fan letter to、mm. is completely English speaking、yeah. and you know you have to write in English,、right. I just say don't be afraid、yeah. to write it in English, even if it's not perfect, because the person reading can read between、mm. the lines, they can understand what you're trying to say. And I think it's more like the feeling that counts、mm. more than just like knowing exactly word for word、sure. what they're writing about. Yeah, and、mm. me and Brendan would really, you know, be happy to get fan letters too. Paneta, matemos. 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 Okay, next up. What do we got next? Okay. Osana i koro kara 10 nen kan piano o narate imashita. Shikashi, jiken nado no kanke de piano o yamete, shibaraku. えあいだがあいた今趣味としてピアノを再開したいと思っているのですが父親からピアノを弾ける人なんてたくさんいるそれにお前は大してうまくないし他の趣味を見つけたらどうだと言われ心が折れました私はピアノが大好きなので気にせ
um, they uh, practiced piano. They took piano lessons for 10 years, but they had to stop um, in between because of uh, school right. education. And they wanted to pick up piano again. But mm-hmm. then uh, their father said, you know, if you're just going to pick up piano as a hobby, there's so many people in the world that mm. are better. So why don't you just pick up something else? And she's trying to find the courage to continue piano because she loves piano. And so that's kind of her um, sort of, what do you call it? Mm. Thing she's trying to get over, or trying mm. to get an answer to. Mm, what do you think? So this is a tough one, I think, because you don't... Obviously, coming from a figure of authority in your life, that the first thing, you know, you think of is the words that they said that, you know, it's difficult to separate those words that you were just told from the action that you're doing. What you're doing is playing the piano. And my first reaction to it would be, I'm the type, you know, that would ask the question, like, who am I playing the piano for? You know, like, you're not, at least as the question or the information is given here, um, you know, it's a hobby. You're not trying to become a concert pianist or anything like that. Um, If it's a work thing, then, you know, yeah, you have to be really, really good at it, of course. But if you've been doing it for 10 years clearly you have the skill and the talent and and you have the drive and motivation to keep doing it, right? And so, you know, if you're, you can get to the point eventually where you can remind yourself that, you know, you're not playing for anyone else but yourself. And, you know, if it makes you happy to play the piano and it's something that you enjoy doing, then, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't continue doing it you know, as a hobby. And I think that the knowing that this is something that you can do that, you know, gives you strength and gives you enjoyment, you know, that's more important than thinking about what other people mm-hmm. think about it. But I'll just say it again. If you've been practicing and playing the piano for 10 years. That's amazing. Like, you know, and this is coming from someone I also, when I was younger, um, always wanted to study the piano, always mm-hmm. wanted to learn how to play. Mm-hmm. And I ended up only being able to teach myself most mm-hmm. of the time and not have a piano teacher to do it. But, um, you know, if I, at the time, had the, the strength and the motivation to keep doing it, I'd probably still be doing it today. And, mm-hmm. you know, but any time now that I, I touch the keys, you know, whether it's, you know, at a studio or wherever, um, it you know, strengthens my conviction to be still interested in it. And I hope that you'll be able to, you know, continue to touch the keys and and hopefully it gives you strength and enjoyment regardless of what anybody else says. I think like there are a lot of people in the world that are always Mm. looking for some sort of enjoyment in Mm. life and to actually have that close by already is a gift in itself. Mm. And so if you find that piano is an enjoyment for you, then I think it'd be so sad to right. let it go even right. if it's not going to be like your lifetime job or anything I right. don't think that's important I mean half the people more than half the people that play the piano in the in the world I don't think they do it like a as a profession no, most of, of the people very few people right mm, most of the people do it as a passion right and you don't know like what that and not just the piano like playing itself like the actual, you know, um, techniques and stuff, I'd, I'm not, like, a huge piano player mm. myself, so I can't really say on that aspect, but I don't know, but playing the piano sort of, 
inspires you in different aspects, I mm. think, as well. And it might inspire you in your work side. It might mm. inspire you in your, you know, just your everyday life as well. And it's not just about playing, you know, the notes and stuff. So um, as a musician, I think being in touch with music on a daily basis is so important and so wonderful. So mm. I hope that um, you remember the enjoyment of playing the piano whenever you feel like, you know, those words from your father are, um, a wall for you. Mm. Like, you know, just remember the joy and maybe like, why not try like uploading a video of you playing like a, one of your favorite songs on YouTube since it's this kind of generation. And that might provide like joy and happiness for not just yourself, but for the viewers as well. Oh, thank you, Mr. May for your super chats from, uh, Columbia. Merry Christmas from Columbia. Thank you so much for the super chat. Thank Woo-hoo. you very much. Merry Christmas. Meh. Okay, the next question. Okay. Okie uh, dokie. Oh, okay, this person uh, has a name, so we're going to read it. Kapsu突発ですが、私はナノさんの表現される音楽、世界観や歌い 歌声、話し方まで大好きですわ。Thank え、私は好きなアーティストさんのライブに足を運んだことがありません。理由は様々ですが、ライブに行ったこともない私なんかが応援しているのは、え、おこがましいと um, have you ever been to a concert before? Like a, of your like an artist or a band or group or not through work? Not through work. Not yes, through yes, work. I have. Like you buy the ticket yes, and go I to have, the concert. Yes, I have. I have bought the tickets and gone. Yes. Like, do you remember some of what's it like your first concert you went to? Mm, so the first one that I went to that I can think of that I bought the tickets and I went, you know, because I wanted to go and it wasn't specifically a work thing. Like just the idea of being in the same environment with the same mm-hmm. people that have the same feelings about that mm-hmm. artist and want to enjoy it was probably the thing that stood out to me the most. Mm-hmm. Like you're surrounded by um, what comrades, I guess you're surrounded by other people that mm-hmm. are strong fans mm-hmm. of that person. Right. And that's not something that you can get mm-hmm. um, just from watching like streaming online, mm-hmm. for example. So, you know, with the COVID-19 pandemic, mm-hmm. making it quite, you know, unfortunate that, you mm-hmm. know, can't go to a lot of concerts, but um, that's what sticks out to me the most mm-hmm. as like the, the prime reason why you would want to try mm-hmm. and, and get yourself out there and go directly to the venue. At least for me. For me, my, the first, not, well, I don't know if it's the first, mm-hmm. but one of the earlier uh, memories of me yeah. actually buying a ticket and going mm-hmm. to a concert was back in the States. Yeah. And that was, well, as you can guess, Avril Lavigne. 
Can we get... No, I, I see it, but that's the first one. So when I went to Avril Lavigne's concert, I'd been listening to her album nonstop until then, and I knew all the songs by heart, and I loved the song so much, and I loved Avril Lavigne herself, hmm. but I mustered up the courage to go to one of her concerts that hmm. was nearby. She happened to do a concert in a nearby venue, and my reaction to having gone to a concert for the first time in my life was just being able to experience the music not just with my ears, but with like my skin, right. with my heart, right. with my eyes. It was just an all new experience for me. Hmm. And it made me love her music even more. So I just feel like there's a first time for everything. I think mm. it's a treasure to be able to experience first times as many times as you can. And mm. they all teach you different things and make you feel different things. So, mm. especially like since, you know, the pandemic happened, right. you know, you can't, even if you wanted to go to concerts, you can't go to concerts. So when you can go to concerts, I think it'd be really special to be able to do so. Yeah. So I mentioned being in the management side now, sometimes I do get invited to go to concerts, um, you know, through what as a, I don't want to use the term VIP, but Kankesha, you know, a, a someone related to the uh, event, right? And you go and you sit in that kind of Kankesha VIP kind of section and no one moves and no one has their pen lights and no one is waving pen lights and no one, you know, back before the pandemic obviously would, you know, be doing calls and stuff during the songs and, you know, like, you almost think, like, I'd rather be in the, the, the pit, you know, down mm -hmm. in front, you know, in one of those seats. But, um, you know, but knowing that the artist does do that. Even if right? I go to a concert of, yeah. like, my friend, yeah. and I'm in, like, the special guest the box, right? the box yeah. seatings yeah. for, like, you know, the um, invited, people, invited right. people. Like, usually it's, like, blacked out and, right. like, no one's, everyone's, like, listening very silently and no one's, like, woohoo, you know, on their And then the song is over and everyone goes... But there's no sound. But right? I'm sorry. I'm the kind of type of person. Mm. I don't really. I know that uh, like maybe the other yeah. invitees are like all like, right. yeah, like calm down. But I'm always like uh, on in, in the front row and I'm like <laughs> woohoo and I'm like totally being like sure. you know myself as usual. So I don't care if like the people around me are all silent. I'm always just mm -hmm. like yeah, come on, woohoo, and I'm the only one like really. Go for it. Go for yeah, it. I don't really. Okay, next up. Okay. What do we got next? Oh, that's a tough one, actually, because I don't really. Like, I. Whenever, whenever I buy, like, audio stuff, hmm. like, I just. Um, well, I look online to look at, like, the reviews and stuff, but yeah. I don't have this one particular, like, brand or anything sure. that I always buy or anything. I check the sound, and mm -hmm. if I like it, then I buy it. Right. So I don't really have, like, a recommendation or anything, but I usually just think... Because, you know, the one thing I don't like to do is to buy something just off the reviews because everyone's senses and everyone's likes and dislikes are different. <laughs> so I think it's just you have to test it and see if you like the sound. Some people prefer something deeper. Something some people prefer sounds where the vocals are more forward. Some yeah. people prefer you know different kind. They they listen to different types of music hmm. and different types of music uh, work better on different audio speakers sure, and sure. stuff. So I just say try it out for yourself and don't try to like go with the majority hmm. necessarily because it's all different. You know yeah. and. Is there, like, do, do you, 
ha, do you have like speakers <laughs> that um, mm. you buy because of the sound? Not really. Mm. Um, I'm basically exactly the same as you were just explaining in Japanese. You have to go to the store and mm-hmm. listen to the different types yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have asked, like, the staff at the store, like, do you have a recommendation or, mm-hmm. like, what's hot right now? But, you know, it just comes down to the kind of music you listen to and how your ears perceive that and how those headphones or those earphones, um, you know, process it and play it the way that you want to hear it, right? Um, I guess that's my answer to it as well. I don't have, like, big speakers in my apartment because it's an apartment and mm-hmm. I'm not going to play it. But, like, I do use um, wireless, like, Bluetooth earbuds a lot of the time, so... What I recommend mm-hmm. is if you go to the store or if you te- uh, test drive, like, different earphones or uh, speakers, to test it with a song that you like listening to usually. And mm. because that's going to sound a lot different than something that's, like, just playing randomly, mm. like, in the store. Um, like, I usually bring my own... Um, music player to the store yeah. and then try it right, on my own. Me, right. Okay, thank you. So I dropped next, my mm-hmm. the uh, earphones that I actually use. I put the link here. Or I'll put the link again in here if ふうにいこう。はい、悩みなんですが、今度、え、開催される会社の忘年会で社長がクリスマスだら、え、だからケーキを頼むと聞きましえっと聞きました。ですが、私はケーキが苦手です。でも、私だけ食べないのも失礼
there's just these little tiny hurdles that can be overcome, but there needs to be someone, and, you know, arrogantly, like myself, involved with the planning of that event or involved with the management for that artist to always have it in the back of their mind that, and what are we going to do about Kai Gai? Mm-hmm. And what are we going to do about Kai Gai? And mm-hmm. what are we going to do about overseas? Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised. Like, it gets all the way up to the very, like, you know, two weeks or a week before an event or, or an announcement or something, and you mention something like that, and everyone kind of goes... Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't come up, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not a knock necessarily on the Japanese staff or on the management, but it's just not the first thing on any of their minds, right? Mm-hmm. Yet... And I'll look definitely into the camera and say this. It's the first thing on my mind. Always it's the first thing on my mind is to how do we get that content um, mm. to the users overseas. And so that's a struggle, I think, to constantly, you know, be the, the annoying Udasai person talking about it. But someone has to do it and I'm doing it. The second thing I'll mention is, um, and, and Nano's definitely, and Nano staff is definitely, you know, a part of the uh, friend circle, I guess. So it's nobody in this room. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're someone like me, you know, and there's only one of me as far as I know in the industry. And, you know, as we talked about in the previous episode, you know, you show up in an event or you show up at something and, you know, they can't find your name on the, on the list of people, the Mm -hmm. list of guests, or they, you know, suspect whether you're actually staff or not, even though you have the staff Mm t-shirt, staff pass, you know, your business cards and everything like that's happened a couple of times. Mm -hmm. And that's the, you know, slowly, I guess I have to bring up my own, you know, image within the industry and, you know, get a little bit more well-known so that people don't look at me like, why are you here? Mm-hmm. Which has happened several times, but um, hasn't happened too often recently. So I think it's getting a little bit better. Mm. But those are the two things that are difficult for me. Sorry, it's now a difficult what, no, atmosphere like in the room. No, so, it's yeah. so important, those aspects. Mm. Like, something that you could only you can do, like... There are tasks and there mm-hmm. are things that only you can do. And mm-hmm. when you are the only person that can do them, it's tough to make them actually happen because no one's there to help you. Yeah. But you are, in a way, needed in that sense. I think so. And if no one does it, then it's up to you. And so I respect you for that. That's amazing. Well, we're, we're and you we're know all these people, here. and all the all people, people in the people chat that, as well. You know, yeah. are overseas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They probably are thanking you for that effort and mm. you know s- making sure that the content does get across mm-hmm. these even though it's really a tough hurdle to overcome. No, I I'm I'll look in the camera again and say it but I see you out there. I, I know I know individual people, you know, down to your usernames here in the mm. channel. Some of you that are, you know, watching thankfully. Um mm. and we're I'm trying my best and I think Nano's also trying her best to ensure that you know, it becomes a little bit easier for Japanese content to get overseas and for you guys to see it overseas mm. as well. So, yeah, keep pushing. How about you? For me, um, this is a personal like issue, sure. but um, I guess like being in the music industry, you. I originally came into this industry and became a musician because my passion was music, right. of course. But once you're doing it as a profession and not as a hobby anymore. Sometimes, like, it's not all about doing it because you love it. Sometimes mm. it's, it, it, you you feel pressured mm-hmm. from, like, the other artists who are really doing their best out sure, there. Sure. And they may be making more of successful, you know, things. And you always, like, in a way you try not to, but, you know, you feel like 
it, it's not a race and it's not mm. like a competition, but at times you do feel like you're competing against like something or someone out there and you feel like the, your confidence is, is lacking and you feel like, you know, really like, like to be honest, I'm going to be straightforward. Like I've felt so many times in my life and through my music career, like, oh my gosh, what what the hell am I singing for? Like, I mm. suck. I, I I'm not even as successful as so as like my goal that I wish to be. And so, what's the point of me doing music? I mean, you know, who am I really? Like, you know, am I is my music providing enjoyment for anyone out mm. there? I don't know because you know I feel like shit. But that's kind of a time in. I think a lot of musicians go through mm. a stage like that when they feel like their confidence is kind of really in the pits. Sure. But if you stop there and if you give up there, then you're never going to see success. You're, right. you're never going to f get out of that pit. And it's really tough to climb out of that pit. But you have to do it in order for you to get anywhere other than there. Mm. And I didn't want to end there. Like, right. I didn't want to end sh feeling shitty. So it was really a tough, tough sort of battle with myself for many, many years. Mm. But I just, just even like, it never disappeared. That sort of um, lack of self-confidence or mm. the sort of pressure from the outside world is always there. But you just have to try to shut your eyes away from it and not, right. not listen to that sort of voice in your head that keeps telling you that you're not good enough and you just have to remember that i'm doing this because i love it mm -hmm. that's the most important thing and if you don't feel that you love what you're doing then no one who's listening to you is going to mm. love your music because you have to love it in order for other people to love it and right. you have to enjoy it for in order for other people to enjoy it and if you forget that mm. then it's really pointless for you to do what you do so sure. um I kind of tried to remember what I loved about singing and music. And that was the reason why I wanted to become a musician was to, I mean, I know it's like, like, um, it must, it might sound overconfident or something, but I wanted to be able to provide joy with my mm. music. I wanted to, you know, shed light on people who needed light in their lives, like on a daily basis. And so I try, I remember that and, from that day, like that, I reminded myself about that. I was like, I'm not singing for my competitors. I'm right. not singing right. for like the money. I'm not singing for the businesses. I'm singing for my fans. I'm <laughs> singing for the people around the world. So from that day on, I decided, like, yeah, I do still look at the numbers. I do hmm. feel happy when the numbers are bigger. And right. I like, oh yeah, my music is reaching more people. But <laughs> It's not just about that right now. It's about me doing what I love doing and that in itself mm. providing love and passion and light for the people that are listening mm. to it. So that's a long story short. That's kind of like uh, uh, one of the challenges in my mm. life that I had to overcome at a time. I'm still battling sometimes lack of confidence, but I think everyone is not yeah. confident in their life every day. So that's you don't have to feel like, you know, you're you're a loser because you mm. feel confident on um, unconfident sometimes usually for me like i think it's similar the what i try to tell myself and it doesn't always work but what i try to tell myself is like whatever difficulties or troubles that are happening right now um i'm meant for something better mm -hmm. or i'm meant to do greater things than this just one thing that's in front of me right now and 
you know, if I can get over this one hurdle that's in front of me right now, then eventually at some point, you know, things will snowball and be able to do greater things. But, um, you know, I try to tell myself and it works sometimes and works some other times, but... And, you know, you just have to remember you're a human being. Like, you're not God. You're not, Mm -hmm. like, a hero. You're not Superman, you know? Like, everyone's a human being. And so, there... I mean, there are no limits to what you can do, but I Mm. think that you're not responsible for the whole entire world's happiness. Mm. But the people that you do affect and make happy, even if it's not the entire world, even the small number or whatever number it is, is enough. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's a miracle that you're actually making someone smile no, other I than agree. yourself. Right. I think that's an right. amazing thing in itself. So it's not just about like making the entire world happy. It's mm. about making another person happy. And right. whether that's one person, two persons, um, you know, 10 people, a thousand mm. people, it doesn't make a difference. Right. So, yeah. The one person that you can make happy could change their life. Completely, it could. Yes. So. Okay. So has this podcast been everything you hoped it would be? Is there something listeners can do to help if it hasn't? Mm. That's a really good question. And that's, and miraculously, this is the last question that we're going to cover mm, today. Yep. So it's a good finish. Good question, question to finish with. This, this podcast is ending up like our life Catharsis, problem. yes. Yeah. Our, 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 and you're solving it for us. Psychology. But, yeah. I feel, mm, well, to be honest, when I first mm. started this podcast with Brandon, it, we didn't really know what our goal was yet. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like we didn't have an answer. We just wanted to try something. Yes. We, we wanted to make some sort of movement, some sort of difference for mm. ourselves and for the listeners as well. And so we didn't have like a particular like answer or right. so since we didn't start with the answer, I don't think we have like reached our ultimate goal mm. at all or anything. Right. I think every time we record, it's something new. It's mm. something, a new discovery. Mm-hmm. And, um, but the one thing I can say for certain yeah. is that I have no regrets at all that mm. we started this podcast. Oh, of course not. Um, I am so grateful that I have this opportunity to be able to speak with Brandon like this and, um connect with you guys and i know that sounds kind of like cheesy but at the same time Mm. i really feel that this is something that could um grow even more Mm. and there are so many things that i think we still have to yet to discover Mm -hmm. and no this isn't our ultimate goal and no we're not um what like uh has everything been well it is in a sense everything it's I hoped it would be mm. in the sense that this is something that I wanted to do, right. but I just, there's so much more that I, that I think mm. we need to do together. And you'd be surprised. Like, I don't, I think we talked about it once in one of the episodes, but like this, the idea for the two of us to do something together, not necessarily a podcast, but just to continue, you know, working on stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, that discussion happened like more than a year before the podcast started, I guess it would have been like mm-hmm. the first time that you and I sat mm-hmm. down in the studio and talk about, you know, what could we work on together, right? And I think from that point on and then actually getting to start the podcast and getting to start talking about these things, um, we were still trying to find the best format to say the things that we want to say and bring the content in that we want to bring in. Um, and so has it been everything that I've hoped it would be? Of course it has. The I've never had the option or the opportunity to um, get my voice out there and talk about the things that I you know would want to talk about in you know industry related and personally related, and I'm very very thankful to Nano and mm-hmm. to Nano's staff to 
you know, give somebody like myself the opportunity to come out and, and, you know, have a voice for the first time, I think. Um, but is there something that listeners can do to help if it hasn't? Um, I have one. Go. Well, one thing that I always don't forget mm-hmm. is that we're not just doing it for the sake of talking. Mm. Like, we're not just chit-chatting right. on this program. And what we try to do is uh, talk about stuff that the listeners are interested in. Right. And, and provide some sort of enjoyment, like, you know, just every day and stuff. Mm. You're listening to this, you know, maybe going home from work or going to school or something. And um, so what I feel like the listeners um, could do that would make us even more happy is, you know, send, you know, like what you thought about the episode mm-hmm, sure. or stuff that you want to know about because that always really provides us hints and stuff to right. talk about on the episodes. And sometimes when we... There, there are times when we try to think up of stuff like mm. by ourselves, like, oh, so what should we talk about next on the episode? But we don't really know for certain if that's what the listeners are right, interested right. in. So it really does help when we get messages and questions mm. and comments and reviews and love from the world and support from the world. And I really do hope that this podcast does grow mm. stronger as a program. Maybe it's easier to send anonymously, so maybe I'll like keep that uh, question box out there for right. people that um, want to send anonymous, you know, questions. Yeah, so definitely after this program, uh, this episode or this live broadcast ends, please do send in questions and reviews and comments. And mm. if you guys want to see us do another live stream sometime, that would be awesome. Again, if you guys request that, we might do that again. I think for myself, like just. Mm-hmm the the basic things that everyone can do to help grow the channel share it on twitter mm-hmm. give your comments on twitter um you know share it on instagram as well um you know for those of you that use reddit um or use like your fan discords for example um definitely share the word um in those kind of more closed communities that don't necessarily get you know the information rolling through like twitter does because um, it really helps out when the fans themselves go in and um, you know, talk about what they enjoy about the program. And that really gives other people the motivation to come in um, and enjoy it as well. Um, but yeah, follow us on, on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, and make sure you share the word that um, there's, you know, one little window into, you know, the Japanese industry, entertainment industry, um, and the music industry that, you know, we're trying to bring you, you know, a as much as possible raw and unfiltered, you know, mm-hmm. view of, of our lives. And, you know, hopefully that's something that's interesting for fans of Japanese content around the world. Yeah. So, you know, please do send them in. I think Brendan is going to help you guys with the where to send it. And stuff. <laughs> so, no, I saw a comment, too. Like mm-hmm. someone said, how can we send fan letters to you guys specifically? Um, Nano, like what, what is your fan letter? Like if someone from overseas was going to mm-hmm. send it. A physical letter would be sent to my right? uh, management. Right. Yeah, and that's on probably on Nano's my website, website, right? Yeah, of course. Nano's website, so you can send it there. You know, emails are fine. Right. Um, like yeah, because I read, I personally read all white mm-hmm. fan letters that I receive, even through like um, messages and right, comments right. and replies and stuff. But of course, I also do receive them through my management. Right. So yeah, I'll try to like re-upload that somewhere sure. for people to. Yeah, do you have a fan letter box, Brandon? Do you, do you think that I have a physical fan letter box? 
If you do, I'll, I'll write one. I'll be your first fan letter. Oh, thank you. No, I don't have a physical fan letter box, but uh, my DMs are open on Twitter. Um, I'm leaving them open purposefully, so please send you know any comments or you know suggestions you might have directly to my Twitter because mm-hmm. um, I definitely read everything if I don't uh, reply necessarily to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but for this program in particular... Yes, he's going <clears> to <throat> tell you where to send it. So, thank you very much again for following us here on the program. I guess we're at the end of our time here today, so we'll try to wrap it up. But you can follow the program on Instagram at NanoToTheWorld, all one word. You can follow us on Twitter at NTTWOfficial. You can also use the official hashtag, hashtag Nano underscore World, to send us all of your comments and questions and suggestions and everything else that you want to tell us about the program. Uh, we really appreciate everything you've been sending in. Can they, can they hear my voice over this one? Am I, am I, am I on? But uh, yeah, we re- definitely read all of your comments and suggestions, and we're looking forward to getting some more. So, Nano, do you want to take us out to the end here? Okay. And just telling you, like, all these, like, decorations that we received are actually from fans. Like, Really? Yeah, every year my fans send me, like, Christmas decorations, which okay. is probably them saying silently, you know, do a Christmas broadcast. So <laughs> well, they I got always, it now, like, right? I always get to um, use the fan presents that I receive yeah. and uh, oh Carvin super chat thank you Merry Christmas Carvin why are you Woo-hoo. sending Akaspa <laughs> thank you I appreciate thank it thank you super chat thank <laughs> you so much you guys it really means the world to us that you uh, joined us for this um, special Christmas I really live feel broadcast. like a VTuber now with the Akaspa coming Woo-hoo. in Thank you, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, you know, usually it's a recording. Right, right, of course. And we've started also doing the videos of us yep. talking, so hopefully you find that enjoyment yep. as well. And we probably might do another live streaming if you guys uh, wish to see us talk live again. And being able to talk like uh, live with everyone, reading comments as we go is also really fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're trying to think of new things that we want to do and for this uh, program to sort of evolve hmm. next year so hopefully you guys will look forward to that as well oh super chat mr may arigato gozaimasu thank you Woo-hoo, super sticker god you got gozaimasu and let us know what guests you want to like it's not yeah. something we can ever guarantee and people's schedules are quite mm. difficult to try to get people in but mm. if there's any other like bilingual or you know english you know related uh guests in the industry that you want to see come in mm. um give us the suggestions again we can't guarantee anything but yeah we'd like to get them in as well thank you so much you guys and i we wish you from tokyo merry christmas merry christmas and thank you so Mm. much for joining us today on this special day i'm I'm grateful that we were able to spend christmas like a little under two hours with you guys so merry christmas and happy holidays and see you guys soon make sure to uh subscribe and follow our spotify or whatever you know platform you use but mm-hmm. our program over there so thank you rock on see you next, see time. You next time thank you guys bye bye thank you. merry christmas